cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. You make me a mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier place for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, I'm M, and that's Autumn. Hi! Sorry, I drank my tea at an inopportune moment without thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will not keep you here for two hours and 55 minutes. <laughs> not one bit. <laughs> This is not Ghost Divers. This is not Ornate Stairwells. No, no, no. That's the runtime for the Batman. Oh, yeah. That's the runtime for the Bat. Oh, God. I hadn't yes. heard about this. Two hours? Of- yes, this was news for two days. Oh, God. It kicked off a bit of discourse about long movies. I uh, probably didn't see this because I watched an entire season of Gilmore's Gilmore Girls in one day. So it's probably how I missed this. Um, <laughs> Great. What season are you in? Two? I finished season three. <laughs> okay. Is that is that the end of the high school stuff or is high school stuff into four? Yeah, she uh, graduates at the end of season three and then... Okay. I dropped it mid-season four. I did not like the the college stuff. I'm four or five episodes into season four now it's fine i'm gonna finish the show i'm gonna watch the netflix revival no, yeah you know i was watching a different time in my life and I, yeah. yeah i just i just didn't like it as much i mean i didn't like buffy when she went to college either so you know i just don't like it when they they change the way it all works yeah um, and i understand that like you know that actress is starting to look like older so you have to like age everybody up but still you know yes I just wanted the show to be about Lorelai at that point. I didn't actually care about any of the Rory plots. So. That's the thing is nothing that they've introduced with Rory um, in this new season has been fun. But um, I'm so completely 100% on the hook waiting for Luke and Lorelai to get married. And I know I know the show is going to disappoint me. I know I know what's going to happen, but I just have to watch it happen. So. <laughs> so so you're you're mostly past all the stuff I've seen. So there's a point when watching that show, I became convinced that it would be a plot because it's so obvious to me that Lorelai and Dean are, if not actually fucking, just flirting aggressively. Yeah, I thought that's where they were going for a minute at the end of season three. Um, I was like, this is scandalous. Yeah, there there is a moment where I I think it's like well-intentioned writing that has maybe like acted weird or maybe it's the reverse where the actors are doing or trying to salvage like bad writing but there's definitely mm-hmm. a moment where like i thought that's where they were going for a second i was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah if this is a modern show absolutely where they that that's what the show would be yes, about yes <laughs> yes i mean that's season one of riverdale you know <laughs> yes yeah so um jess is gone you watch that backdoor pilot was it oh, okay? Were they trying to set up a spinoff there? Because it felt like they were trying. Yes, okay. Yes. Did they did not get picked okay. up? <laughs> they never made. Okay. Because <laughs> I was watching it like, hey, why are we? We're getting introduced to a whole new cast at this point, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
Yeah. I was here for Milfy Audrey Horn, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I guess if people don't know, Backdoor Pilots, when they, they have an idea for a spinoff, the studio's not going to commit, so they just make an episode that would have been a pilot if they got like an order for a pilot. Mm. Uh, and then they, they're like, did you like this? Would you like more? And the studio either says yes or no, and they said no in this instance. Yeah. Does it, is, I don't actually think, I don't actually think, I don't actually think Superman gets backdoor piloted in Batman. They just, we're making Superman now. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's just like, he's fucking Superman. We're going to make a Superman show. Yeah. They definitely, they definitely have like a Flash episode though. Like, hey, would people accept the Flash? Oh, yeah. In Superman, the animated series. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm excited for us to do Superman. It's one of these days because one, I really like that show. And two, I haven't seen like half of it. You know, yeah. Someone, someone in the Discord had asked if we were just because we talk about Justice League all the time because it's a really good show that we both mm-hmm. like. Were we just going to skip to Justice League? And I was like, no, no, no. I intend to go through these relatively in order. Yeah. Ideally, we'll. I mean, we haven't really thought about it or talked about it, but like, we're going to watch all these as long as we want to keep. It's a nice way to sit down and spend thirty minutes on a Friday evening. Yeah, yeah. That was the um, like, I don't know if we're going to you know systematically go through everything in the DCAU the way that um you know, great Gundam project would. No, I don't expect, I don't, I'm not, I'm not planning to watch project Zeta or even static. To be honest yeah. with you. Static is a show that I really liked as a kid that I think probably only works if you're, you know, the target demo. I never watched it, but I really like the comics for static, like the original milestone mm-hmm. run. And I kind of imagine the show's going to lose something for me in that instance. I've never read the comics. I think they're putting out that huge omnibus of everything milestone did that I will maybe you need to get that digitally. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I will maybe get that to look at on a shelf, and then I will, yeah. you know, get a digital copy to actually read. But I don't want to read, like... The Milestone comics are fucking incredible. Yeah. They're, like, very of it, their era, but they're just, like, going for it in a way that you just don't see out of, like, the big two in that era. Well, I really like... I Obviously, I like everything that Dwayne McDuffie does in the DCAU, and I really mm-hmm. like his Marvel comics, and I haven't read any of the Milestone stuff, so I'm very excited to get to yeah. that one of these days. Yeah, everyone talks about static, and I know like Rocket and Icon became a big deal because they're in um, they're in uh, Young Justice. Oh, but okay, uh, yeah, yeah. But I've always I was I was really into hardware. Hardware is fucking cool. Um, he's just he's like a scientist who works for like a big rich guy. Um, and makes he's like making military weapons in like this corporation. Uh, he's basically like, what if Iron Man was like like just like a like a middle manager guy who got his work stolen and then decided to build the Iron Man suit to destroy his boss. Okay, okay, okay. And it's pretty good. It's just like angry and violent and uh, good. I just, I it, I was really taken with it. I read them all. That was the one that really caught my eye. The like low-key best part of DC New Frontier is all the cutaways to um, John Henry Irons just killing KKK members. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, God. Um, I haven't watched or read a single fucking Batman thing other than the one episode we had to watch today. Yeah. So I have nothing for you, unfortunately. Yeah. I've been sick, feeling better, but I've been sick. <laughs> I'm, um, this is the week of adjusting to the new place where, like, I fi- I, I feel like a lot of stuff is hitting me and I felt like, yeah, just like, my whole body just shut down and yesterday I was like, I'm just watching the Gilmore Girls and not thinking. We're just gonna like be here for a while and not be productive. Yeah, I've, so <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh GDQ speed runs mm. on two times speed. That's how I've been spending my <laughs> week. It's been great. Um 
Well, yeah, I guess let's talk about Appointment in Crime Alley. All right, so our episode this week is Appointment in Crime Alley, the 26th episode of Batman the Animated Series. This was uh, written by Jerry Conway, directed by Boyd Kirkland, animated by Dongyang Animation Co. Limited. This came out September 17th, 1992. Autumn, what happens in Appointment in Crime Alley? In Appointment in Crime Alley, um, Bruce Wayne is working out as he watches a news report about Roland Daggett trying to... Um, you know, get some re- land redeveloped in Gotham City, uh, specifically Crime Alley. Um, and the zoning committee turns him down, but Bruce is just positive that Daggett is going to try something. And it's his, you know, ye- it's the night of his yearly patrol in Crime Alley that he does on the anniversary of his parents' death. So, um, he's going to go try and figure out what Daggett's up to. Um, he has an appointment every year to meet with Leslie Tompkins, um, a doctor who lives in Crime Alley, um, who comforted him when um, his parents died. We get that later in the episode, but it's coming here in sentence two. Um, and, but she, he goes to meet her, and she, he doesn't see her because she has been kidnapped by Nitro and one of Daggett's henchmen. Um, uh, Crocker, this will be important Crocker. in a second when I talk about who all the weird voice actors in this episode. Okay, okay. So, Batman is trying to investigate, but he keeps getting pulled away by various other small crimes in Crime Alley. You know, he is following a lead and then he sees a runaway trolley, or he's following a lead and um, some little girl is like, some little girl and her mom are being like, menaced by Daggett's henchmen who are trying to, like, get them to evacuate this apartment. Um, but, finally, um, Batman catches up with, you know, Daggett's henchmen, and he defuses most of the bombs. A few condemned buildings with no one in them go off, but that's not the end of the world. No one dies. Batman saves the day. In sentence five, Batman is shocked and dismayed and upset as you know daggett sort of gets away with it his two lackeys are gonna go to jail and are gonna like testify against him but daggett is confident that he has enough money in lawyers that he's gonna just skate by and daggett or batman is upset as once again you know his parent the anniversary of his parents death rolls by and he leaves some flowers and mrs Tompkins gives him a hug so there you go. Um, so voice actors. This one's just weird. One, uh, Leslie Tompkins is voiced by Dana Moldar, who um, has been in a bunch of stuff just across history. But I always think of her as Dr. Pulaski from season two of Next Generation. Uh, the doctor nobody likes but me, but I think she's great. <laughs> um, which is not that was a couple years before this, but around the same time, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, but then really, obviously, both Crocker and the SWAT team guy are voiced by Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, um, famous dirtbag who's canceled. But like. Just knock me over the head. Oh, okay. I was trying to think, where do I know this voice from? Okay. <laughs> yes. There's like a protracted sequence of the SWAT team guy. We're like, they're giving him a big role for like a guy who doesn't matter. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait a second. That's Jeffrey Tambor. Um, what? Um, 
what was he famous in 1992? What was he doing in 1992? Let's see. Was, um, there's. I mean, he was. Gosh, when would this have been? He was on Hill Street Blues in the 80s. Okay. Um, he was a regular on Max Headroom in late, the late 80s. Oh, and Larry Sanders' so, show would have been starting around this time. Okay. Yeah, so he was like doing okay. work. Yeah, that was ninety two. Okay. So that's what I was. I couldn't remember the name of the Larry Sanders show. I didn't want to just say that show that's about a late night guy, but isn't a late night show. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. For some reason, my brain, because I grew up with HBO most of my life, but didn't watch these shows. The Larry Sanders show and Arliss have just like merged into one show in my brain. I don't know why. <laughs> Arliss is about like a sports agent, right? Like, I don't fucking know. They're just like shows for adults I thought looked boring when I was trying to watch Spawn. Larry, I so I've only seen like two or three episodes of the Larry Sanders show, and it was entirely because I was 16, I want to say, and I was really into mm-hmm. um, Louis, the Louis C.K. show, um, and someone told yes, me. Yes, we are, man. <laughs> I watched Louis is very important to me. It was Oof. a real rip on history for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, and yeah, whatever. I really liked Louis at a certain time, and I yes. just don't now. Yes, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, fucking pissed that day. It was a bad day. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the thing I was gonna say was that um, someone told me, oh, if you like Louis, you should, you'd probably like the Larry Sanders show, and probably true, but uh, not for reasons you want it to be true. <laughs> I, um, it sounds like a show I'd probably like because I like, cause it's like an, you know, it's like an influence on like 30 Rock and Curb mm-hmm. and, you know, um, so I could see myself enjoying that. I've just never watched it. Mm-hmm. It's like 90 episodes. I'd rather be watching anything else, you know? <laughs> There's so many like important TV shows. Like I haven't seen The Sopranos. That's the one that like, I really should watch The Sopranos. Like what's wrong with me? What am I doing? I've been here? having that thought lately too. I think it's because people have been tweeting about The Sopranos and it, every time I open up HBO Max to watch this show, it's like, hey, you want to watch The Fucking Sopranos? And every time I think, I do kind of, but I'm not going to make the time for it, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Um, which, That's fair. which I know is stupid because I just watched an entire ep- a season of Gilmore Girls in one day, but The Sopranos just feels like such a huge thing. <laughs> Yeah, so. I know. That's how I ended up watching Euphoria. And so I was like, I could watch Sopranos, but Euphoria only had like 11 episodes. And I'm not even like through those. Mm. And now it's like 13 episodes. But like, that was much easier to bite off than like the 60. I don't know how many episodes Sopranos has. Probably too many. Um, How are you liking Euphoria, by the way? It's, I enjoy it. It's really trashy. It's like, I I asked one of my friends who watches a lot more TV than me. I'm like, is this just this show or is, is, is everything on TV just like porn obsessed? Cause it's like, f- these kids watch so much fucking porn and like <laughs> their brains are just porn addled. It's just a lot of like dick pics and fucking. Um, and my friend was like, no, this is just TV got real like corny in the last like 10 years. And they, they, this is just what it's about. Um, and so it's like, I'm, I'm, I feel a little pearl clutchy about it. Like, oh, geez, like, you know, it's one of those shows where everyone's 25 playing high schoolers, but like, it's about high schoolers being, mm. uh, just fucking deviants. Um, but I do, I do like at the heart of it is about like Zendaya's character is like came out of rehab and is trying to like actually maybe actually quit doing drugs. She doesn't want to, but it seems like it's really fucking up her life. And, uh, there's this new girl in town who's like a trans girl who, um, 
is just trying to integrate and they like Zendaya and her become friends, but she's got a crush on her, but she's like the straightest trans woman in the world. She just wants that dick. Um, <laughs> and so it's just not working. And she's getting catfished by like the, the, like a fucking football guy who's definitely a sociopath. Um, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. Okay. Okay. It- um, it's a lot of like intense melodrama, but I, I, I'm enjoy it for okay. this. It sounds kind of good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Batman the Unit series. Batman the Unit series. Um. Okay. This 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 is just the thing with the show being inconsistent. Batman's grappling hook mm-hmm. seems to just work. However, it like most of the time he fires it, it launches it like digs and it's got a big fucking claw mm-hmm. on it. It digs into like a gargoyle or like a wall or a ceiling and he swings. In this episode, he fires it, it wraps around a tree <laughs> and then he like swings from that upwards like it's like elastic like Spider-Man's yeah. webs. I don't fucking I don't, get it. I this Okay, so this is a good seg actually cuz also my jaw just dropped when um like Jerry Conway wrote this episode, and I know that he worked on a couple episodes of this show, but um, Jerry Conway, if people don't know, um, is one of the big popular um, writers of Spider-Man comic books. He did the Gwen Stacy dying storyline. Um, mm-hmm. And I like had that moment, and then there was like parts of this episode where it felt like he was writing a Spider-Man story a little bit still, because I just don't associate Batman as... Um, the guy who like is trying to solve one crime and ends up solving every other crime in Crime Alley, like, yeah, <laughs> it's a really good episode, and I think it, I think it works, but it just didn't feel like a a Batman thing to me uh, immediately. And yeah, the the grappling hook just working like Spider Man's webs was another moment where I was like, I, I think our wires got crossed here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um. He even does the Spider-Man to hold the train. Back he literally does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's <laughs> so. So that, like Spider-Man stuff aside, this episode is full of crazy shit. Yes. Like the the plot itself is fine, but the events of this episode are so. It opens with Bruce Wayne doing like what I can only describe <laughs> as like threateningly sexual calisthenics while he is watching the news. The, the first season of Arrow, where like Stephen Amell is constantly on the fish ladder for like beefcake shots. Yes, it's that yes. animated and it's bizarre. <laughs> yes, and then he like flirts with Alfred briefly, uh-huh. and that's upsetting. <laughs> Well, and Alfred flirts back. He's like, do I ever miss my yeah. appointment? You never have, sir. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Then the rest of the episode's about... Okay, so Crime Alley's run down. But because this is an, a cartoon from 92, it's run down with white people. Yes. Because you can't just make it where the black people live. That's too much. Um, So the one black person you have looks like she fell to fucking hell. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> this is and she's just the one who who, who warns leslie Tompkins, who's lived here forever is just like one of these like meant to be like one of these like salts of the earth like can't be moved lifelong new yorkers to be careful out there because like the the, the roving like jets and sharks gangs could get her the... <laughs> but they're but but they're also the warriors um <laughs> but also it's just fucking stupid <laughs> this is is this the first time that black people have spoken in this show? Surely that's not true. 
No, Lu- Lucius Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah, is, Lucius is that, Fox. Lucius Fox thought Bruce Wayne would murder yes, him. Yes, yes. Just like six episodes yes, ago. you're right, you're right. It was just like, there was just like a moment of like watching Bruce Tim draw black people that I was just like, this is a little, <laughs> a little much, Bruce. The show, the sh- the, these shows get better about blackness yes. a little further yes. in. But this one, I'm like. Okay, okay. You you wanted to do like a story about the slums, but you 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 needed to make it like Hollywood, like fifties Hollywood mm-hmm. slums where everyone's white inexplicably. Um, but then this also leads to this weird thing where like everyone's kind of like a down on their luck, like oh, you know, these people just didn't get no, no drugs. You can't mention drugs. Mm-hmm. There's a show for children. Um, so we get this scene where a person for Daggett, right? Like try like a. a an eviction clerk, which is a thing that exists in this world, Daggett Industries hires someone, not using the cops like in real life when you get evicted. The cops just come. Um, an ev- a private eviction clerk guy who just looks like a fucking accountant goes to this man's house to evict him from his apartment. This man looks like he, like literally he fell off of like a boxcar in a 30s cartoon. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like a bum, like design. If you said draw a bum, you draw this guy. Um, and he, he got mad because he was getting evicted and he held this man hostage. The police weren't here. No one was armed. He just came to serve up this eviction notice. I've been evicted in my life. They don't, it's not nice like this. It's, it's bad. It fucking sucks. Um, served this eviction notice as so this guy took him hostage, was up on the Daggett like billboard. And then the SWAT team show up like five, like, what is it? 15 SWAT guys with shotguns all pointed up at this man. Like, I don't know what we're going to do when they just would waste him instantly. Yeah. Um, and that's when Batman walks up, very chummy, like, what's going on, guys? Maybe I can solve this problem. He's like, yeah, what are you talking about? And the guy turns around, and it's Batman. He's like, oh, it's you. Uh, and then Batman, officer of the law, yeah. decides that he is going to go and kick this guy, because while it might be sad that he's getting evicted, he's taken this man hostage, this this eviction officer, this fucking awful guy, this slimy sleazeball that you're mm-hmm. the show expects you to have sympathy for, because he's just a little guy who's been taken hostage, my word. Um, it is the most like cop Spider-Man shit in the world. Like the Spider-Man <laughs> game, they were made fun of. That's what's happening here with Batman. He literally like climbs up on the top of the thing and like is is like crouching above the guy and drops down and kicks him. And I'm like, what is what? You're supposed to be solving a missing lady I case. Thought, I thought what was gonna happen was that Batman was gonna go up there and say like, "Hey, man, let me help you out. I think Daggett's screwing you over. I want to like help you. Just let the hostage go." No, Batman just yeah. goes and kicks that man in the face. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. And then and so that happens I'm like okay, we're cop Batman here. But then at the end of the episode, like he he has all the proof. He literally has like revealed to witnesses the news media is there the 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 guys daggett hired to blow up the thing have been caught they they identified daggett told him what he did everyone sees it whatever mm-hmm. and then daggett just like well I, I guess i can't believe it all and gets in his limousine and drives away and batman's like stunned surprised and doesn't do anything yeah his his jaw is dropping like oh man i can't believe you know the lawyers are gonna beat me on this one like what you're the fucking you're Batman. The Batman. <laughs> you're you you exist to go beat that guy up now because the cops won't do anything and the attorneys won't do anything. Your your friend who was a district attorney literally is like a, a monster man because of shit like this. You go and beat these guys up. You're Batman. This is your whole deal. Or, or failing that, you like 
just produce a document. You like here. I have Daggett said in writing. I want to blow up the slums. Like you're fucking Batman. Yes. This is the other thing that you do. Yes. Like what the? F- uh. <laughs> yes. Instead, instead they go to where his parents were killed, and they talk about the. They show the picture of uh, Leslie and young Bruce Wayne. Uh, you know when she was younger and lived here, or whatever. Uh, still lives here. Bruce Wayne, billionaire, hasn't done a fucking thing for this area in his entire no. life. Uh, <laughs> everyone here is, like, living in condemned buildings. It's about to be blown up because Daggett wants to redevelop it. Like, where's Bruce Wayne? That's that's the other thing. During the, like, you know, fish ladder sequence, like, Bruce is watching the news be like, well, Daggett wants to, like, redevelop it and kick all these people out of their homes and all these people don't want to be kicked out of their homes, but it is a really shitty, like, crime-infested place. I guess, you know, the the, the news report feels like it's kind of doing a both-sides thing. Um, and I don't know why Bruce Wayne says, I'll simply build all these people nicer homes and ask them not to redevelop, you know, or not to move yes. away, you know? Yes. <laughs> I don't... Bruce Wayne could solve this problem without, you know, Batman getting involved. And I, I hate... Yeah. I hate being that person because I hate watching Batman shows and thinking, well, why doesn't Bruce Wayne just write a check? Because I think that's a really boring solution. But this episode is literally (laughs) about the way that, like, evictions are, like, people, like, places become run down and then redevelopment comes in and pushes those people out where they have nowhere to go. They're already desperate. And he's, like, a function of capitalism and, like, extraction ideology, Mm -hmm. right? But Batman just operates cluelessly to all of this, and in, in both as Batman and Bruce Wayne in this episode, by b- being like a defender of state power mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and capital, and then also just not being able to do the Bruce Wayne thing where you sign a big check. Yeah, like that—that's how they hand wave away moments like this in the show, like in the comics, and when this comes up, like this is the Bruce Wayne Jobs program when he met all those guys who had been put into slavery. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Um, there's that. Like. Batman comic where, and I think it's a spinoff of the show where he like shows up on the video screen while the henchmen are planning. He's like, I'm just going to offer you all jobs at Wayne Tech. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's from the Batman adventures. It might be from a Batman beyond spinoff, whatever, who cares? Um, sure. But like all of that makes sense to me. I just like this, this episode offers it up as an obvious solution at to like a real problem here. Um, but never talks about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just feels weird because it makes Batman feel like a clueless guy, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say that was like just bizarre about this episode? Um, there was something else that like really bugged me and I don't remember what it was, but, um, it's weird because I also, like, I had a good time. Like, I enjoyed ba- Batman getting sidetracked. I enjoyed every time we cut back to the clock and it's like, oh, it's getting closer to 9 p.m. And we know that's the yeah. deadline for when the bombs go off. Like, I was enjoying it. And I was also just, like, you know, podcaster brain being like, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> there's, a, there's a really great sequence where um, Batman's driving up against the trolley car that's out of control. Where, like, the people in the trolley car are just, like silhouettes of mm-hmm. people like ba- banging against the window it's just like really good and evocative like animation yes i thought this was a really well animated episode in general um it uh, the other they spent a lot of money animating the batmobile i felt like or a lot of time at least animating the batmobile um which i 
thought looked really nice. And also, I just had like a lot of weird moments like, oh, the Batmobile is a stick shift? Oh, the Batmobile has a clock that like rolls instead of it's not a digital clock in the Batmobile? Weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They do have the entire like locking the Batmobile sequence from Batman Returns. That was in this so cute. <laughs> um did make me wonder why didn't Batman just turn that mode on while he was trying to stop the trolley? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. It solved the episode too quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because like I think this episode's like a great time and until you think about it for a second, you're like, this is some weird shit happening in this episode. <laughs> it just feels very like this is yeah, this feels like a guy who writes a different superhero trying to write yeah. Batman. And it's fine. But it, it feels very unBatman yeah. to me. Like if this was like a year one story, it would I wouldn't bat an eye really necessarily, but yeah. um, it's not. That that the other thing was it reminded me of that comic I read a couple months back. That's like the immediate post post crisis like revision of Jason Todd's backstory, where like he meets um, he meets Bruce in Crime Alley, like stealing the hubs hubcaps off the Batmobile, and gets involved in that like um. Uh, uh, school run by a lady who's teaching them how to rob banks and whatever. Um, yeah. And that, for as absolutely bonkers as it was, felt closer to like what Batman is than this uh, did. You know? So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have a ton more on this episode, necessarily. Yeah. Me either, but it was weird. It's a weird one. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's it. We, you know, let's just go home yeah. early. It's not even that early. Not even that early. Um, next time, we are going to be watching Mad as a Hatter, which I'm actually pretty yeah, excited about. Yeah, I think that's a good one. And if it's not, I still I, like uh, Mad Hatter, so whatever. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Um, Mad Hatter in this, in this uh, show has a very famous voice actor who I like a lot. There isn't a lot of Mad Hatter episodes, but... Oh, I don't remember who plays... I'll look this up off air and we can do this next time. I'm just curious now. It is Roddy McDowell. No way. <laughs> yes. Okay, well. You will instantly recognize him the minute he opens his mouth. You're like, that's fucking Roddy McDowell. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's next time. Until then, where can people find you on Twitter? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. You can find all the podcasts I do at abnormalmapping.com. Um, that's not going to be out. Just listen to all the shows I do. They're all good. <laughs> I was like, oh, listen to the upcoming, like the abnormal mapping will be out. But no, that'll be out on Friday. Uh, so <laughs> look forward to our upcoming episode on King of Dragon Pass. I think it's going to be good. I record that tomorrow, so I don't actually know yet. Um, I I want to play that game. That game looks fun. Or it looks interesting, anyway. Um, it's cool. It's definitely worth giving a shot it's to. It's on um, iOS and Android, right? Yes, that okay, is how I played That's it. what I thought. Yep. Um, you could find me on Twitter, at autumnal underscore coffee. All my podcasts at exportodd.io. If you go there and give us a dollar a month, you get this podcast free. You get uh, stairwells. Or not... <laughs> If you go there and give us a dollar, you get this podcast early. You could get stairwells early. You could get hot singles early. Um, hot singles taking an accidental hiatus but because we just didn't schedule things right. Um, and uh, if you give us $5 a month, you can listen to Pop Town Funk, which just had a new episode come out today as we were recording this uh, three days ago, I guess, as you're hearing this. Um, 
about Supernatural, which is a show that I ended up really enjoying. Um, and uh, mostly about church, mostly about growing up, go to church. We didn't talk about Supernatural very much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's at the $5 level. Uh, and that's been very successful. So thanks to everybody who's pitching in for Pop Down or if you're just listening to this episode early. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. Yeah. Um, this podcast, of course, comes out every Monday. You can get it a week early. Uh, like Autumn said, go to the Patreon. You should do it. You should you should pay $5 to get Pop-Town Funk, but at least you should give a dollar to get all the podcasts yeah. early. I, I feel like that is a very good deal. I, I Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, and uh, if you're listening to the free feed, you know, tell your friends about your favorite episodes of the show. This one might be among them. Probably not. But, like, it's better than last week. Last week. Last whew, week was rough. Whew, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> this week, much better. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, thank you so much for uh, checking this out and going back in. Until next time, Batman. Batman.